Hello there, welcome along to PTI Australia. I'm Russell Barwick. Kekker, I know in your day you were yes. one of the toughest footballers. Oh, I don't flatter me. But a what? bloke in the English Super League has got you covered. How? A guy has played the second half of the football game in the English Super League with a ruptured testicle. His hey. name is Paul Wood. What's his nickname? It ain't Woody, I'm telling you that. It's probably nuts, is it, or something like that? Oh, that just had to happen. Oh, dear, oh, dear. How many? Two. Two. Two ruptured. I think our our producer's telling me whether it was one or two ruptured testicles. Either way, that's hurting. I'm not anatomically au fait, but uh, are you rendered hopeless with one or you need the other one I think, yeah, sort of I think as a backup, as I an auxiliary power? I think you can go I with... i got no idea. Move on. I think you can go with this one cylinder. This is ridiculous. Cylinder. By the way, speaking of anatomically uh, gifted, Brent Edelston coming on the show tonight. Well, part thereof. Uh, we've got headlines coming out of our yin-yang. I thought uh, you had Paul Chapman and uh, Gary Ablett in the headlock. A-League, Bathurst Cricket, the Melbourne Spring Carnival. Oh, it's going to be a show, punters. The Wallabies and more biting than your local burger joint. Plus, what's the word? And it's all brought to you by sportingbet.com.au. But first, and moi, before we start, I'd like to uh, pay homage to the uh, ladies cricket team who won the World Cup. They were outstanding in the yeah. T20. But we start with Rugby League and Canterbury Bulldogs drama. One, James Graham got 12 weeks of biting Billy Slade in the grand final. Four of those matches will be served in tests and trials. So is that a fair decision? No, I don't think it is. I think if you... Uh, do the crime, you do the time in the... Well, uh, I think they allow them two tests and two trials, so I think that's a bit of a oh. GR. If you get caught in the NRL, you do the time in the NRL. Well, exactly. If someone gets one week... one uh, bites someone in week one of the NRL... He serves the next 12 matches, and they're all for four points. Once, look, the AFL did it, and everybody blew up, but because there's prize money involved in the NAB Cup, NAB Cup. that was their reasoning. Yep. The trial matches in NRL are just uh, for tiggy touchwood. Exactly. And the other thing is, were you a bit astounded about the fact that they were in denial about the evidence? Oh, it was irrefutable, the evidence. Well, I would have thought the mark on his, uh, oh, on his ear... God. And, and the way it was handled... Well, like they the, would have buried the head in the carpet and moved on. Now, this is drama two, which has been going on all week. Someone from the club abused a female news reporter during Mad Monday celebrations last week. Sponsors defended it, and the dogs have now demanded an apology from Channel 9. Now, I'm not privy to all the details and all no. the facts. Who do you believe? I actually believe the Bulldogs. Now, you know, in the sense that it wasn't a player. Why would you now, send now, a female on, reporter there? Hang on, there's a couple of things. Yes, good question. Why would Channel 9 send a female reporter? I'm not saying she's not a good reporter, not by any stretch, but she didn't cover them during the course of the year. You've got Danny Widler, you've got Tim Gilbert, you've got Chris Hodgkinson. Who was it? Jane as a party. Jane as a party. And I've got no issue with Jane as a party, and she's probably a terrific reporter. But my point is... Why would you put a put reporter in that situation yeah. where these are the guys are having a drink? It's a private. So you suggesting she was? I'm suggesting that someone from the Bulldogs said something. No doubt about it, because they got it on tape. No, but let's to go back a step. Suggest that it was a player without any evidence is a bit rich. Well, let's go back a step. Do you suggest there's something underhanded here? No. That she was specifically sent no. there no, to just... extract something a little no, bit out of the norm? I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that Channel 9 probably could have handled it better by sending a guy. Plus, the players have got to understand who's ever right or wrong. The players have got to understand their public property. The wind no, blows and everyone learned to set a better yeah, sail. Yeah, but hang on. It Simple might, as that. Who, who says it was a player? This is our whole point. It was behind closed doors and someone's yelled yeah. through a window, blah, 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 and they've said, oh, it's a player. 
But you don't know how many people were behind the door. Valid, good point. There could be 50 people behind there, and the 50th person could be a person. The that's... obvious take was the high profile of one. It is. That's, the, that's the good story. Speaking of 50, it's a 50th anniversary celebrations. The race produced a classic finish. Jamie Wincup holding out David Reynolds to win his fourth race on the mountain, and first for his co-driver Paul Dumbrell. Now they only won by a you know what, the Fender. I'm a full and, bee's uh, knee. It, it couldn't was. have been a better way to celebrate. 50 years, holding going nuts. I watched this and I... Look, I, I was in a daze. It's a long day. It was surreal, because it evoked fond memories of when Bathurst was the real deal. Holden Brocky. versus Falcon. Alan Moffat, Ford. Peter Brock. Yeah. It was just phenomenal racing. Colin Bond. And let me tell you, ironically enough, uh, Jamie Wincap turned around and thanked Dick Richards. You know what Dick Richards said? Who's Dick Richards? Dick Johnson Dick or Johnson, Richard? Dick Richards. Dick Johnson, sorry. <laughs> Good one. It wasn't far away. Dick, you know what Dick Johnson said to him? Do you tell me? Publicly, he went on, he went on record as saying, Jamie Wincup can never win Bathurst on his own because he doesn't have the mental strength or the mental fortitude. Now, how's that? And Jamie yeah. came out and said, well, that really inspired me. It was on the great races. He had, you know, have a fifteenth of a litre left of petrol. Just, uh, he defended his line. So what did Dick Richards say, though? Dick Richards <laughs> said he wasn't good enough. So is Dick Richards' nickname Dick Dick? Dick, uh, nuts <laughs> it is. Now, the A-League's round one is done. Now, look, we had Del Piero starring in an ordinary Sydney FC team. Heskey debuted with little effect, or too little effect. The new boys in Western Sydney. They were good. Under Popovich were good. Was it a good opening round considering all the hype leading? It was outstanding. Very good opening round. The biggest disappointment, your mob, Melbourne victory in front of 40-something 40 thousand. 42,000. That was 42, an outstanding. 42,000 people turned up and didn't get bubkis from Melbourne victory. Well, we're still going through, uh, you know, Melbourne setting up Hart, the structure. They, they've got this. Melbourne victory don't have this. In fact, they bullied. Archie Thompson said we were bullied on the park, which is something that Poster Coglu has got to really look at. Five zip their previous game in a trial match or something. I think you guys have got to really have a good look at yourself. We need strikers. Um, we got strikers. The Western, uh, the, what are they called? Uh, West Sydney. West Sydney. They were very, very good. Yes, the, the Mariners. Wanderers, the Western Sydney Wanderers. Yep. They were very, very good. Uh, the Mariners were a little bit disappointing for mine. Uh, Adelaide were great coming off the back of that trip back from 30. Asia, uh, beating Newcastle in 33 Newcastle. hours in the, uh, in the air, they were and coming Perth back. Perth knocked over the Brisbane Roar, and I thought they were good. Look, as overall, this over has been a terrific week, win for the, uh, the, the A-League. The A-League because 42,000 okay, turned up at the... the uh, gone, mate. I Over don't care about that. The AFL 12, 14, turned up elsewhere. Frenzy. It continues until October 19. It's the game's first free agency period and plenty such as Paul Roos and Mick Malthouse think it isn't good for the game making the strong clubs stronger, weakening the lesser clubs. Now, we've seen players like Tippett apparently is going to go... Well, you want to go to a good club, exactly, and that's where it does benefit and it could quite conceivably, <coughs> you know, there be, could be a lot of disparity between... The, bad, the good clubs and the bad, bad club. It could quite easily destabilise the competition because a player in the twilight, he's not going to go to a lesser light. He, he wants to finish his uh, career on a high and he's going to be attracted to a club that's almost on the verge of winning a premiership. Yeah, but there's some blokes there you can pick the eyes out of some guys. Mitch Clark went to Melbourne, so you can... That was last year. You know that How some How far away is he from a premiership? I'm just saying Mitch that Clark's he's... still... In the, you know, yeah, he's he got about to a five years. Light. He went to a lesser light. You can... You know, Mitch Clark's got about five or seven years of footy, footy left. I guess Monfries went to Port. So oh. players can go to other clubs. Yeah, the ones... Monfries wouldn't have been picked up by a club that's on the verge of, you know, taking the next step. Mm. Monfries, you know, went to Port Adelaide because he's going to get continual footy, which couldn't have been guaranteed at Essendon. OK, TV so rights for internationals right. played in Australia are coming up, and with Channel 9 reportedly being in financial mess, 
the rights are up for grabs. Now, the NRL and AFL got well-publicised billion-dollar deals. So what is cricket worth? Well, you've got to probably say it's up there in, the, uh, in that vicinity, but, you know, whether we can afford to actually pay it, I've got no idea. I mean, to say the networks have really been extended. And does cricket have all that appeal? I mean, to say the Ashes, yes. They'll certainly want to buy that. I don't know how they're going to do it. They might have to split up the game... Because I can't see a billion dollars coming from all the networks well, the, to no accommodate way, football cricket as well. Well, there's no way there's going to be it. Because unlike rugby league, when there's an interest from other levels, Channel 7, who've got the tennis, Channel 10, who've really got the golf, they're not going to invest big money in cricket just for that little window of summer, are they? They put their money in a in a 50-week... Sorry, a 30-week period, which is AFL and or NRL... Really, Channel 9's your only avenue and Fox Sports is your only avenue for the cricket. Well, 9's <laughs> always had a commitment to uh, cricket. I know that they're struggling at bottom line, but I don't know if that's been uh, already said and done. But Seven say they're interested, but where are they going to no. stick the day on it? It's a tennis for four weeks. What are they going to do? Time for a break, but plenty more to come, including all our big national teams and the Wallabies, Socceroos, Cricketers and the Kangaroos. Nuts. Now, he had two testicles, <laughs> which were what? Unbelievable. Fair bit going on at the moment, so uh, we've got plenty of headlines to get into. Let's take a look at the T20 World Cup, and after flying through the early stages, the Aussies came back to earth with a thud. They got smacked by the Windies. Uh, what did you think of Australia's overall performance? Oh, well, you've got to say fairly good. Uh, did we go into the competition in the favourites? No, we, you and I said we wouldn't get past no. the Super 8s. Uh, I mean, so on the back of Shane Watson, I meant to say that was the uh, he was a guiding light. Oh, of course he was. Four man of the matches, his bowling was excellent. And I'll tell you what the great thing about him, he's durable. He stayed up, you know, without going, well, he hasn't you know, breaking down. a few down. years, which is good. It's yeah. a good sign, but equally, they're only bowling four overs. But let me Let's tell you serious. this, they're very good. I don't know how they select that side, but, look, there's uh, some gaping holes there. And uh, when it really counted... I think they, it was nice that the West exposed. Indies won, but, you know, let's face it, we there was a bit of a hit and giggle. It was played in, what, it was a September uh, with a bit of October... And in this country, the next three months will decide whether cricket's got any legs. And we talked yeah, about that. We talked about the value of cricket. If there's no follow-on with uh, some reasonable crowds in the summer, well, cricket's in a world of hurt. Yeah, but if we're committed to <laughs> T20 as a concept, you've still got to take it fairly seriously, okay. which we are. The rugby and the Wallabies finished off the rugby championship with a 25-19 win away to Argentina. They finished the series with a 3-3 record in second spot. But a long way from the All Blacks, which is obviously the uh, the game. Well, the All Blacks are close to so breaking the Dean world safe? record. Hang on, the world record for the amount of games won in a row, and they will yeah. break that record and deservedly so. Robbie Deans is safe, and in brackets for the moment. No, forever and a day. You reckon he's safe? The, nah, the, no, no, I reckon he's till the expiration of his contract, Russell. He got I it renewed last year. It's gonna be in the next three I'll months. I'll tell you something about Argentina. I remember reading up when Bob Templeton toured there in 1979. Rod McQueen, Rod McQueen Dilly, almost never got his career uh, off and running as a coach. John O'Neill talked him in all because he got beaten in Argentina. But that's okay. And they don't, worry always... about, don't worry about Argentina. The, the issue is for me that they debuted all players. But they're, tough, players. But nah, they're, they're not... They are. They... They're regarded as a very much a benchmark in the world Wallabies rugby. The Wallabies debuted 11 players. They had 38 blokes wear the jumper. The smartest thing that the Wallabies did during the entire. Uh, international Quade Cooper getting his is back sacking here. Quade Cooper and having the gumption, gumption even, to say, mate, if you don't like it, rack off. We don't need you. We're going to have more fun without you and we're going to win more games without you. Valid point. The Socceroos have another World Cup qualifier coming up. Coach Holger Oziek has laid down the law publicly to his underperforming Good. senior players and, in brackets, coach, basically saying what has come before is unacceptable. They need to lift. 
Well, thanks, Scoop. Yeah, exactly. Holder, yeah, oh, please, you haven't scored a goal. Yeah, you haven't scored a goal, exactly. So, you know, you're stating the obvious, but uh, probably a few harsh words to some of those, you know, are they well, big we heads? Craig I don't know. We had here last week. He Craig. said somewhere, somewhere, sometime, somewhere, somewhere, ever, they're going to have to make the decision. Australian soccer needs to be dismantled. Someone's got to be given a charter to start organically from the base up. You know, there's band-aiding all the time. And if we're going to bring an international coach in, obviously he's going to be worrying about self-preservation. Mm. We've got to bring in a coach so who's going to develop the game. No, the younger kids have to be involved. And bring the young kids in. the younger kids aren't stepping up. And we've got to give Del Piero Australian citizenship as soon as possible. Why is that? And Emil Heskey. <laughs> God, they're too far ahead of us. Put those guys in front. The Spring Racing Carnival now with that volatile investment portfolio is just around the corner. And bursting into life, Gay Waterhouse is the flavour of the month. She has favourites in most of the big races, so just how many will she For win? For the first time in history, she's got the favourite in all four. She's got the favourite in... Uh, Glen Gadam Gold in the Cup. In the two Cups. Uh, Piero the Guineas, in Piero. the Cox Plate. And she's and also got uh, Piero in the Guineas. Now, if you threw in the Derby, uh, she's probably got more joyous in one race in there somewhere. She'll have Fat Al in the Emirates. Someone wrote in a blog the other night... Just back gay. Yes, well... Now, that would have been great if you hadn't have taken the $1.40 prosier like well, someone yeah, did on the weekend. Which she demanded, which she acknowledged was going to be immoral. But I'll tell you what, there's a horse that's got under everyone's guard, and I don't know whether I should release it because it's owned by a very good friend of mine. Uh, American? No, Fiorenti. She's got a cup horse, which is coming out in about a fortnight's time in quarantine, which is a very sneaky Melbourne cup hope. It may well be the one... I want to be here before a uh, fortnight's time, I tell you that. No, I, I want to be here week. already. Uh, so, bottom line is, it's going to be a massive uh, couple of weeks for spring racing. It's all in Melbourne. And if you see Big Sam out there, just tap him on the shoulder, ask for an autograph and ask for a tip. And a lamb chop. <laughs> it's been a big week in Port Adelaide. Ken Hinckley named their new coach, David Kosh. Yeah, Koshy from Sunrise. Named as the club's president. They picked up Angus Monfries in yes, the trade. Yes, yes, move on. Well, you don't think that's good news for the power? I reckon it's good. I mean, to say, what do they need? They need stable uh, administration. Koshy will probably provide that. Ken Hinkley, He'll let me tell you... will provide good financial advice. Well, there's no <laughs> doubt about that. Well done. Ken Hinkley's an outstanding uh, prospect as a why coach. Why did it take him four cracks to go for Ken Hinkley? Well, That's I mean, the disappointment. I'll tell you part. why, I think. I mean, Brett Ratton took an assistant role before he took the, yeah. the port role. I think it's all about profile. I think Ken Hinkley, in all due respect, didn't have the biggest profile. And that was in a time when they were hiring profiles. I think when Alistair Clarkson got appointed coach of Hawthorne, all of a sudden clubs woke up to the fact that it's not imperative but it's not a priority to have someone with big names to be well, able to Sander, coach. Sanderson's not a high-profile Sa- well, no, coach. Well, Sanderson's got a point last year. But, but I'm talking back when Ken Hinckley was first, you know, uh, uh, applying to be a coach. Yeah. In those days, it was unfashionable right. not to have a big name because of sponsors and all the other peripheral issues associated with it. OK, that's the headlines. Next up, we play our favourite game, What's the Word? We've got something on Kirk Tippett. Mike Tyson, I told you she's coming on the show. Bryn Edelston, she's going to get a start on PTI. What a double, that is. She's going to get a Guernsey. And as he said, oh, come on. would you say Paul Chapman and who? I thought she had Paul Gary Chapman Ablin. and Gary Ablett in the headlock. But anyhow, <laughs> I'm, I'm wrong. <laughs> Time for What's the Word. This is our version of Blankety Blanks where we have a statement and we've got to fill in the missing word and just look for when Sam or I push each other and try and write each other with the text. (laughs) First up, league season is over, of course, but there is a test match this week between the Aussies and the Kiwis. So, Kekka, this rugby league test is what? Yes. From my perspective, I think it is absolutely... Exciting! 
meaningless. Gonna, oh, come on. It is... What purpose does it possibly serve? I know it's spelt wrong. I was rushing to get <laughs> it through. It is spelt really wrong. <laughs> I think it's... Meaningless. I think it's men, uh, meningitis, isn't it? Yeah. I but think you know what I mean. Look, at on. the end of the day, I think the test matches should be played at the end of the year. I prefer this one oh. than the Anzac one. But what purpose is it serve? Well, it, it gets us away from cricket. It's we're, tokenism. We're one oh, week into the cricket, cricket season and I've already had a gutful. I want more rugby league. We're in the... Oh, you bet. <laughs> I more rugby league. If they had test matches in Australian rules, it would be so good, except they don't. And they only have that meaningless... Meaningless game of uh, I tell you what, was international good, rules. I tell you what, was a great game in England. Leeds and... Uh, what, in the rugby league? Rugby league. Yeah, that was well, a great I mean, final. I just think it's exciting that these guys can oh, actually... You don't even watch it, Russell. ...continue to play football. You've got your head, head bearing or form guide. The and biggest talking point of the AFL trade week is Kirk Tippett's likely move to the Sydney Swans. So, this move would be... I think it's intriguing. Because he nominated he wanted to go home to uh, the Gold Coast. Yes. Then all of a sudden he wants out of Adelaide to go to... i tell you what he's doing. I think he's very concerned about Walker's rapid rise to stardom at I Adelaide. Think... I think he may, may well see himself being on the outer there. And he realises Sydney Swans are in need of a forward. Uh, Keith full forward. No, Adam Goods doesn't always let play me have there. A look. It's unthinkable because of the same reason he said at the start. He said he wanted to go back to the Gold Coast for home roots. Then he drags out that he was born in Sydney and he's got some mates yeah. here. It's very Sydney Swans like to pick up a player they've, who's the younger style. They're giving him a four forward. year contract, the That's Swans. A, but they've got the to facilitate Swans, that package. Normally the Swans pick the eyes out of the uh, older brigade. So it's very unthinkable. Mate, the Swans are along very the strange. Liverpool line. I'm Shankly and all those guys. I, but they will take Tippett and took him on a four-year deal. I think it's a very strange one. Mike Tyson was due to head to New Zealand for some shows, but his visa was rejected due to his past rape conviction. Very serious. So this decision is... An exact a knockout. That's completely made him uh, redundant. Now, I More don't know than... what he's going to do from now on in. He can't operate in uh, New Zealand. It's understandable. Oh, here we go. I well, mean... Why don't you dilute it and make I'm it really fluffy? Very, very fluffy. Why I'm... don't you fluffy if and... I'm oh, the, if I'm the yeah. boss of New Zealand, no I'm idea. not giving Mike Tyson oh. too much leeway as well. Yeah. Well, we don't condone what he did. Well, that's but what it's not understandable. You know, well, we could debate whether, you know, does it someone deserve an, another chance? Or... We probably could, but New Zealand but it's is a, a country. They're blow. allowed to... Bring... They've rejected other people for visas. Why can't they reject... It's an understandable decision. I don't know whether I agree with it. I'm just saying I'm I do, totally. Oh, you do totally? My word. Well, then what are you into me for? Well, I just want to see how you respond, because you don't know. You only do something of willy-nilly, because you don't know how to defend it. Bryn Edelson's reality show, My Bedazzled Life, debuted last week to decent... I don't say outstanding, I say decent reading, ratings, even. Rating, yeah. The uh, show, then, is what? It is ballooning. <laughs> I am telling you, this girl is talent. A million people watch this show. She is colourful. I reckon she's witty. She's got a presence. It's and stupid. more importantly, it's stupid. In fact, uh, so yeah, stupid see. that last uh, I That's think a general the consensus. promos have said that she doesn't eat sheep. Lamb, Bryn. Lamb. Hello. You Bring keep up. going, Brynny. By the way, uh, the the the. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, not the obvious. <laughs> that I see. I must admit. No, that's, see, that's yeah, that's There not was a little bit too much, you know, what shown during the course of the only thing you got to stop, Brynny. If you want to get an audience... Talking. That would start... I'd that stop would, talking. That would, that represent, would be a good start. That would represent a talking. broad cross-section of our community. You don't elute the fact you're wearing $2,500 shoes, love. 
yeah. because the rank and file have fought about no, a 30 bucker. Yeah. You know, we go down to, uh, you know, Crocs and Brun all that sort of stuff. Brin and Kecker. What but, about that? Now, I might be a guest on her show one day. Well, you've killed so many other shows. You're the only so. one that we've hanged in I beg your pardon? Yeah, come on, Sam and the Fat Man, where's that gone? That wasn't me. The Fat was you? Was not, you fool. Paul <laughs> Morton, you idiot. <laughs> What's the Now, Brent, hang on, I'm not finished with this. <laughs> now, Brent, I'll tell you what, now, there's a lot of give her, let's give her some credit. I reckon she's audacious, she's spirited, she's good fun, she makes people laugh, people uh, up and about. What the word is done. Next up, happy time, the big finish and the sporting bet, best bets of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday this week to Mark Paducah. He turns 37. And where do you reckon Holger Osiek would give to have him in front of the uh, net? Give everything, wouldn't he? Because at the moment we can't kick a goal. At his prime. At his prime, of Of course. course. Happy anniversary to Dorney. This week back in 1964, she won a third gold medal in the 100 freestyle in Tokyo, following up Melbourne, of course, and Rome. Still the greatest we've ever had. And by some. And happy trails to 2007 Melbourne Cup winner efficient. Ah. The Greys now retired after the recurrence of a leg injury. Where does he stand in the pecking order? Did you back him in the Melbourne Cup? I backed him in the derby that time that he won the year before. Lloyd Williams thought he was a moral... He's a great, great horse. Great racing man, Lloyd Williams. But he had about 20 starts, you know, in all of that long career yeah. because of all of the injuries. Now for the big finish and in football, what about this? Glasgow Rangers lost their first match in the Scottish third division, of course, to rock-bottom Sterling Albion. But that's not the most embarrassing part. The Sterling Albion manager wasn't even at the game. What? He was getting married. So he couldn't even work it out that the biggest game of their year was the day's wedding. He's under the thumb. He would have said to the bride, look, love, forget about this. We'll get married later. I'm going to the football. That is destined for doom. Yep. Casey Stoner returns to the MotoGP track this week in Japan. He has four races to go in his career. Hope he wins a lot. Keep our fingers crossed he wins a lot. Absolutely. And while the men couldn't win the World T20, the women did. And they showed them in style. They won by four runs over the Poms, thank God, in Colombo. Any win over the Poms is good, but especially in the final of a World Cup. What a good, mean fighting machine. Now, the quote of the week belongs to Mark Webber after being shattered on the first turn on the Japanese Grand Prix yes. by Romain Grosjean. Him? It was Isn't the he first Sebastian lap. Grosjean's brother? Here it is. <laughs> it was the first lap nutcase again. Grosjean. I bet you there won't be any Christmas cards being swapped. By oh, those. <laughs> boom, boom. Now. Sporting bet, best bets of the week. Serious time here, punters. I like Australia to absolutely town New Zealand. In Townsville, be a bit too hot for the Kiwis. 13 plus for me. And mark my words. Victory. Coglu hasn't won a game yet at Victory, but they are morals to beat Brisbane Raw. Oh, I'd like to go against that one. Sporting bet thinks Sydney FC will also win their first game of the season this weekend as well. Now, don't forget to download our podcast from the iTunes store. Just search PTI and take us everywhere you go. That's it. I'm Russell Barwick. And as always, I'm Sam Kegovich. Make sure you watch the Brent Edelson show. You know it makes sense. God bless. You're going on it, aren't you? I hope so. I may get a gig. Boom, boom. You can't say that. I can't. You can't.